So Keir Starmer QC is a man of action. He's a man <laughs> he with a plan. He's a man with a loom. Mm -hmm. And he's going to take that loom and use it to weave a new society mm -hmm. and economy that is, uh, albeit materially and aesthetically the same, but how about it? <laughs> it's going to be very, very decent. It's going to be a society yeah. of decency. Yeah, well, I mean, the other, if we want to talk about a society of decency, right, in the face of sort of, mu of much of this happening, uh, and after sort of the, uh, the conference bump, uh, the, I love a conference bump. <laughs> it helps me get through the speeches. <laughs> Is um, the, all, that whole conference, which mm. was praised I as a... I out of the restroom because Rosie Duffield noticed my conference bump. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after all of that, all after after mm. everything we sort of we talked about about the about the, the you know the conference labor conference Tory mm. conference is sort of ongoing as we record this it will be done by the time this comes out the 365 days a year is the Tory conference yeah. <laughs> that's right mm. uh, is that uh, Starmer's uh, ratings uh, net of the uh, leadership conference are lower than they were yeah because oh. everything he said was fucking stupid and then we said it was stupid. And then all of the uh, British liberal journalists. As trash future yeah. goes, so goeth the nation. Yes. Mm. All, but uh, and all, I, uh, I wish. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is. Uh, other, I would. I would definitely create like a more seafood platters. Yeah. Otherwise, the nation policy. would have all been out <laughs> clubbing on Friday and Saturday. Tough night. on bad oysters. Tough on the mm. causes of bad oysters. Yeah, that is right. We're all. It's we're all. The, uh, all of Britain is moving on to a seafood. A seafood platter on chipped ice diet. Yeah. And then uh, everyone's a, got a BMW convertible, a, tex a, a, a techno-based exercise regimen. There we go. Yeah, just between ten and twelve hours of dancing in a little line back and forth. Universal mm. basic convertible. Yeah, exactly. We're gonna get everyone a slightly older <laughs> yeah. BMW. The convertible. state That's issues right. you a bunch of really weird watches mm. and patches. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. We, the, the police become a radically less influential organization, if not entirely defunded. But there is a. Um, but everyone looks like a cop. But no, but yeah, what? Exactly. But everyone, um, everyone is. There is a social defense force to protect the nation's precious catalytic converters. <laughs> That's fucking right. And the uniforms are amazing. Mm. Yeah. Uh, if only we could will this world into place. <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, well, no. we were saying a better world is possible. This is what we were talking yeah. about. I just want, we just wanted all of our little sort of hobbies and yeah. obsessions. Yeah, to all be... of our foibles. Yeah. yeah. We, I want a state that will facilitate my foibles and make other people also do them. You get, uh, you get uniforms that say SWAT on the back. Socialist workers against theft of catalytic converters. <laughs> uh, SWAT. Yeah. No, no, the T is the lost. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, um, I mean, you came up with it pretty quick. Yeah. I'll give you that, but yeah. it just didn't. <laughs> I don't know if we can say that works as an acronym. <laughs> it's a society yeah. that rewards low effort bits, is yeah, what we're creating. Yeah, that is right. Uh, <laughs> if Keir was in favor of that, I'd consider it's, it. It's a society that collectively has kind of been out clubbing all weekend. Yeah. What, what about podcasters? We don't talk enough about the bits that they, they try, but not very hard. <laughs> the bits that are, you know, they're not, they're not the best bits in the episode. They're not the ones that you remember, but they are there and they do fill time. I welcome those bits. I encourage the podcasters to go further and perhaps do a better bit later on that maybe will be good for the promo. 
<laughs> uh, just so the thing I was saying earlier, right? That this was heralded as a triumph by mm-hmm. every liberal columnist who's been wrong about everything for the last sort of six to ten years. Well, they can't stop being wrong now. They paid a lot of money to be wrong. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, and I mean, to look, think the opposite of what they say, basically. And, and I, I think like, there are several sort of you know, useful things that you can sort of draw from this, right? The sort of the wrap up, the so what of all of the, the, the labor conference stuff. Yeah. Uh, is I think you can, you can really use that to underscore the insane disconnect between all of the people who purport to be opinion formers uh, in, in, this, in this country and everyone else mm. who lives here. Yeah. Uh, there, that there is, they have little and less in common, but they have somehow managed to sell. Like, and again, do they need to sell themselves to our political establishment as uh, sort of, you know, uh, the the, um, the whisperers of the the sort of genuine uh, uh, sort of English person or or mm-hmm. British person more broadly? The, the true, sometimes even the true working class person, which is mm. also very funny. Uh, but do they? The question is right: is would is doesn't an establishment like labor centrist politician whatever do they even need to be sold right there's no oppositional relationship here it's all just hand in glove mm-hmm. but i think these we talked earlier about like the need to see the labor party now as an extension of the state rather than something that was an extension of the state that at least somewhat challenged yeah, elements it, it, of it it's it's like opposition party with like capital letters yeah. you know and it's yeah. like you, you know how in in Chinese politics there are like four or five other minor parties that aren't the communist party mm-hmm. that exist to like legitimize the uh the legislature as like a democratic mm-hmm. entity. Oh, it's like yeah. one of those. Is that yeah. the they the LDPR. They're the uh the, the Vlad- Vladimir Sikir Zhirinovsky yeah. <laughs> 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 um, I, I welcome, I welcome. what Mr. Putin is saying. I would encourage him to go further by committing a genocide. Zhirinovsky <laughs> <laughs> really do- is the most I call on Putin to go further. Yeah, absolutely. Guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we should get him on. This this matches up so well. Um, yeah, but like, like you say, like we we sort of have this. Uh, if you're if you're gonna sort of legitim if you're gonna use sort of you know controlled oppositions to legitimize legitimize the appearance of a democratic system, then like at least doing that to jail a bunch of billionaires, uh, stop uh, outlaw cryptocurrency entirely, and then uh, completely unilaterally stop yeah, the do, funding do, of coal plants. Do some ethnic cleansing in Xinjiang. Yeah, no, it's it's basically just: Do you want a society that does not function, which is the United States, and and has like no ideology? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want a society that barely functions and has no ideology, which is like Europe, or do you want a society that? Broadly functions, but is evil, and that's China. Mm. It's like great, cool. Yeah. Uh. So, that but this is this is where else we are, right? Is and and now ever as a result of that triumphant, allegedly triumphant conference, uh, three MPs, uh, Labour MPs, are now considering defecting, according to some anonymous story. So who can yeah, say if D- it's possibly Duffield, true? Uh, and then two others who you've definitely heard of. Oh yeah, uh, uh, Cortland Cronk. Uh, from uh, Broxto is, is right. going to be uh, going to be going over and to the Tories. Cortland Court, of course. Yeah, <laughs> Cortland Cronk, Brock Crocker, uh, Shay Craig, yeah, all of Betty the, Crocker. Yeah, well, all these the are big all the, names. These are all the People's Party of Canada people. What, what, yeah. what's, what's always really funny, and Riley and I were talking about this before we recorded, yeah. but what's really funny is that like whenever this happens. Uh, whenever some guy you've never heard of called like Dwink Beckson defects, uh, you get a bunch of breathless opinion columnists, whatever the country, who are like, oh, they've made a huge mistake fucking with Dwink. How will the Labour Party go on without Bobson Duggan? Exactly, exactly. 
Yeah. I, I, usually, my favorite version of this is a particularly British manifestation, which is the lobby journalist tweeting, told by senior Tory sources, the person they most fear is Bobson Dugnut. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, the, the thing is that, I mean, the Labour right basically, like, just opened Pandora's box with the, like, what if we started sabotaging the Labour Party? And now they're like, no, not, uh, not us. <laughs> no, no, we do that to you. <laughs> Um, and, you know, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it also is, if one of the defectors is going to end up being Duffield, which I get by the time that this comes so out, fucking fun. by but, the time this comes Nate, out, please edit in the sad horns if we're wrong, but it yeah. did seem pretty obvious to us at the time. <laughs> uh, it's the, the idea that if, if that is the case, then having your whole electoral strategy being just wait for the London to spit out enough um, sort of younger people into its like surrounding areas and commuter belts. So they slowly flip uh, labor kind of by default. And then the person you put in that seat, you pick the one person who's just gone, who has yeah, completely gone round the bend on one issue enough that they are then willing to defect from you. <laughs> yeah. I, I, but... I mean, I mean, Alice would be more qualified to speak on this than me, but I almost feel like at this point the turfs are more at home in the Labour Party than they yeah, are in the yeah, Tory Party. Yeah, that's the funniest thing about Duffield defecting is like she's two steps away from getting everything that she wants the Labour Party to do, which is to be more transphobic than the Tories. <laughs> and yet she may well be taking her ball and going home, and that's yeah. fucking hilarious. Also, by contrast, right, we have another example of what happens when a, a sort of a traditional heartland switches parties and you have to install a bunch of absolute nobodies as MPs. Mm. And that's mm. the Red Wall Tory MPs. But the thing is, as insane as they all are, none of them are really talking about defecting because the Conservative Party is like a structurally functional political party and the Labour Party yeah. isn't. And they're all too busy running their sex clubs and what have you. To... <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. They have they have got a fucking uh, hot tub to, uh, to disinfect. <laughs> oh, like it's genuinely going to be uh, like as well more difficult to be transphobic in the conservatives because mm. they like it, they actually exercise some measure of internal discipline, right? Mm. Which means that unless that's a decision mm. that's taken, which they might well do, they're certainly not above it. But like, like you can't sort of like independently just do this like you can in the Labour Party. Mm. 